Welcome to Martha Runs the World, a podcast with a new take on running, fitness, and all things health-oriented. I'm Martha Hughes, your host, and each week I present a new topic that is of interest to all runners. Hi there. Thanks for coming back to Martha Runs the World for episode 114. When it gets into the 100s, I don't know if I should say 114, 114, 114. I, I'm not sure, so I'll just play it as it goes. <laughs> My guest today is Jim Bocelli. He's a longtime runner. I've known Jim for a long, long time. I've known him for over 20 years and not because of running. We both used to work rock concerts together here in town, so I knew him then. And when I met him, I knew he was a runner and he was big into it. At that time, I was not running because I was working two jobs and trying to put out an underground music magazine and partying a lot. So there wasn't a lot of time or energy for running. But he did really influence me to get back into it. I don't think he even knows how much of an influence he was in my life to motivate me to get back into running. But I want to thank him for that. And he also has a great story to tell. He's run a lot of marathons, and some of his marathons have great stories. And I wanted him to share them with us. So here he, oh, also, we have a mutual friend, Todd Glyden. And Todd was on an earlier episode of Martha Runs the World. I don't remember what episode it is, but you need to go back and see the episode with Todd Glyden. And his story is also inspirational and incredible. So you don't want to miss that episode. So here is my interview with Jim Pacelli. Will you welcome to the program lifelong runner Jim Pacelli? Hi, Jim. How are you? I'm back to fine, thank you. Okay, great. I haven't talked to you in a long time. It's been a while. Yeah, it has been a while. Um, yeah, so what you've been doing right now these days? Well, gosh, what have I been doing? Um, uh, well, since since my previous jobs in the music business no longer exist at present, I've been working uh, for a grocery store, and I've been running a lot, actually, you know, on my downtime, trying to keep my head straight. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your favorite running route these days? My favorite route is one I haven't been on in a while. That would be the Los Gatos Creek Trail. And um, if anyone listening is familiar with uh, San Jose, Los Gatos, Campbell, Saratoga, that um, starts in uh downtown campbell takes you out um uh through um los gatos and up into the santa cruz foothills if you really want to go deep into it it goes up into the foothills a bit it's a really nice creek run creek trail run nice nice so you get out of the city just a little bit and get into a little bit of the trails a little bit yeah it's it's mostly paved the the end of it, where it gets up into the hills, is, is unpaved mostly. Uh, that's a whole. It's like, it's like a whole different run once you get past like Masona Park. It's just you know you're literally in the foothills and you know you start climbing and it's a completely different experience. It's a really nice area. You get a a lot a great mix of, yes. of different environments down there. Definitely, yeah. You get you get the uh, the beginning part is kind of a little bit of the city, if you will, and along the creek and then you start getting out to the um 
just you start following the creek and you're along the highway for a minute. It's really interesting. And then you uh, go through Vasona Park and it takes, takes you then into Los Gatos. And then if you keep going, if you're really hardcore, you go into the, go to the hills. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's great. So did, did you run in high school? Uh, my freshman year, I competed a little bit in cross country, but I, you know, I didn't have the discipline for it. When did you discover your love for the sport? So I discovered my love for the sport kind of by accident. I had started playing soccer as an adult. And as you know, soccer involves a lot of running. So I needed to get in better shape. And I was just, you know, so I started running around the block, if you will, right? Then mm-hmm. I would run around the block twice. And then I'd go a little further, a little longer. And I was, getting, I was feeling better, you know, I was in better shape. And I was playing better. I just, you know. And then I had a, a teammate say, hey, I'm doing this race in Half Moon Bay. I said, well, that sounds like fun. I've got to find I'm going to race since I don't know when. I signed up for it. And I went out there, and, and I realized I had no idea how far, you know, five, three miles was when I run it. I didn't have a GPS watch, so I never really heard of me. How far is three miles when you're running on a course? So I did it, and I had a lot of fun. And it was a great course, you know, Half Moon Bay, uh, out to the... Um, after the marina and back. And uh, it was really foggy, I remember. And it was just really a lot of fun. So I just kept going with it, you know, and trying for more races. And that was in, gosh, 2012? Yeah, 2012, I believe. Very cool. Yeah, you got the bugs, so you can't stop then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I started doing them to 5Ks and this is great. Then one day I had to do a 10K, I did a 10K, I did a couple of those. That was really cool. And then I thought, you know, I'm going to run a marathon. That's it. You're done. <laughs> a marathon, right? Well, to do a marathon, you do a half marathon first, of course, right? So I signed up for a local one in San Jose. And oh my gosh. Wow. I mean, I trained for it. I thought I was training for it really well until I did it. And by the end, I was so pooped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People were like, are you okay? You all right? Like, no, I think I'm okay. Do I look at all? I look at a bath? <laughs> so tired. Um, like... <laughs> That's funny. Was... So what was, your, what was your first marathon? So my first marathon, well, funny story about that. My first marathon was supposed to be the New York City Marathon, uh, the year of um, Superstorm Sandy. Mm-hmm. But uh, that didn't happen. So with my sister's help, I um, at the last minute, I managed to turn around and go run the Santa Barbara Marathon, as a matter of fact, a week later. Isn't that one that's like almost all downhill then? Santa Barbara, um, I think it was, as I recall, I think I had a net loss. I mean... No longer run that race anymore. They had mm. difficulties. Mm-hmm. Um, so the race started. If, if anybody's familiar with Santa Barbara, it started over um, in between uh, UCSB, the college, and the airport. Mm. Two, and then okay. you ran towards Santa Barbara proper, mm-hmm. and um, you finished at Santa Barbara City College. Okay. Okay. On the track, as a matter of fact. Oh, wow. Wow. That's a nice course. It was really beautiful. I mean, the ending is beautiful because you, well, you have to run up a giant hill at like mile 24. 
2023. Ooh, yeah. ooh, that's harsh. And you run past all these really beautiful homes, right? Like on a cliffside. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you drop literally into the into the college and you are almost like almost on the track immediately. You make a couple of turns and you're on the track and you're like, there's a finish line. Wow. Wow. That was my first, that was my first marathon. That's a nice one to have for your first. There used to, they used to have one down there that you started in the, in the hills and then you ended at the ocean. But I, you know, I don't think they, I think they stopped that one, but um, yeah, that sounds like a, what a nice one for your first marathon. That's a nice memory. It was really cool. I, yeah, getting up that hill was hard, man, but uh, that finish line was really cool. Yeah. It was so really you, neat. So you've done the New York, though. You 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 wound up doing that one, right? And next year I did, yes. That was and and that was the year of the Boston Marathon bombing, unfortunately. Mm. So what um the New York Roadrunners it was actually very cool. As you can imagine, security was really a big thing, obviously, because of what happened. Right. Um, and in the wake of the, the storm from the year before. So um, what they did was, uh, uh, at the start, actually, they had the, uh, the president of the BAA was at, was at the start of the race. Um, and then um, they also, and, and at the start line, also, you know, they have all the flags of all the countries represented in the race mm-hmm. had the flags also the BAA flying too which I thought was very classy of them and then they also um, for the last I want to say 500 odd yards they painted a uh, yellow stripe next to the blue stripe that notes the course those blue and yellow are the colors of the BAA and that was done in um, as like a memorial to the people who died you know who were hurt Oh, that's cool. That's really, really nice. And you know, you know, the New York City Marathon finishes six blocks uphill. It's rolling hills for six blocks of the finish. And I'm going up down these hills. I'm, I'm looking at the ground. And I was practically in tears. I was. It was so powerful and cool to see that. You know, mm. I thought it would happen. I thought just how awful that was. And how cool it was to finish the New York City Marathon, you know? Yeah. And I look up, and I hit the finish line. I'm like, oh, my God, I finished. And Mary Wittenberg was right in front of me, too. Yeah, yeah. And so, she was like, congratulations. Yeah, that's amazing. That That is that is amazing. Yeah. So what? So is that your favorite marathon? Uh, I have to say, yeah. I, I have to say... New York City, you can't, you cannot beat the atmosphere of New York City for a race. It's amazing. Like, you know, you hit all five boroughs. Just the, the energy of the city is in the crowds, and it's a pain. It's a pain in the butt to start the race and all that. Once you're on the course, though, it's so worth it. Do you remember a section? where they were celebrating or, or that you saw something really, really wild or really funny or, or something really memorable. So yeah, when you enter Manhattan for the first time, you come off the Queensboro bridge, which is really quiet because it's the only part of the course where they don't allow spectators is on the bridges. Right. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, so it's really, it's really quiet because it's only, you know, runners. And plus they had some plywood up on either side of the, of, I think it was just construction or something like that. Because it, it was really, there's this weird echo on there, just people's footsteps. And so you come out of it, it's like a hairpin turn and it's kind of dark. And all of a sudden you run, like you run into the light and you're in Manhattan and you're on, what is it? Fifth Avenue, I think. Mm-hmm. I can't remember which avenue it is. But anyways, you come out on this avenue and everyone is on either side of the barricades or like 10 deep. Wow. Wow. And, so cool. and the noise just blows you away. You're like, whoa. Wow. I mean, you know, you're like, I'm really, in, I've really arrived now. <laughs> That's great. What's that, mile 15 or 16? You should know this. It's it's the coolest thing ever. I mean, you feel you feel like a rock star. Let's be honest. You know, I didn't know anybody there. I don't think, but still, I just thought it was the coolest thing. We'll be right back. Hey, quick question for you: Are you someone who wants to be fit, healthy, and happy? And what if I told you you could get your dream body by simply just listening to a podcast? I'm Josh. And I'm KG. And we are the hosts of the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. Listen, we get it. Fitness isn't easy. Carbs, no carbs. Just stop, okay? It doesn't have to be that complicated. And that's why we made this podcast. We get straight to the facts so you can become your best you. So the way to check us out is click the link in the show notes or search Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast on any of the major podcast platforms. We'll see you soon. That's really neat. That that just gives you a boost for five more miles, you know. It, oh, absolutely. They they say that's for the pros. That's where the race is lost because it's kind of downhill too. And all those people, like you know, like all, all that, all the, the just the the noise, the excitement of the race, you know. But I I I had so much fun. Oh my gosh. Well, that's that's it, great. It, it, it a huge boost going 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 up into the Bronx. And then back. Yeah. Then, uh, What's the hardest marathon you've ever run? Hardest marathon I've ever run? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Los Angeles, the last time I ran it. Mm. What made it so tough? Um, I don't see Los Angeles is um it's so the first half is very hilly. The second half is pretty much all just a lot of long um boulevards and mostly downhill and for whatever reason the first half just kicked my ass so by the second half i was just i was not you know i was not in a good way sounds like yeah yeah well i weather's not that bad though because it's in the winter right it was in march march uh, the weather was okay. decent. Yeah, it was fine. It was just, you know, I had run it a couple of years beforehand, and I think I and I underestimated the course and, and made some adjustments too. So it was hillier than I remember. Mm. That was that was kind of my fault. I underestimated the course, and so I think I went out too hard at the beginning. Mm. You know, just thinking, oh, it's fine. Once I get a Grand Avenue, there's no problem. But, you know, getting two Grand Avenue, there was a lot more hills than I recall. Or, you know, you know, you know the memory is right. Right. That and, starts at the beach, right? And then it, and then no, it ends. 
or it goes the opposite way or starts at opposite at, way. It starts at Dodger Stadium and then heads at the beach, right? Correct. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it is a great course. I just, you know, I just, I underestimated it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you done San Francisco? I have not. Oh, that's a harsh course. That's a really I, harsh, I, harsh course. I, I, I just, I just, I just look at the map and. <laughs> Uh, so, I, my eyeballs kind of go up and down, up and down. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's so <laughs> harsh. I did it with when I was having IT band problems, and I was just in tears the last like three miles because my IT band was it was in such pain. And I probably should have just stopped. I probably should have just not finished, but I finished. And it was just I, I finished walking and running and walking and running, and it was just it hurt so bad. But... Oh, that long. Way down in the Embarcadero, huh? That felt so long. Yeah, it was that long part. The flat part would have been okay if it hadn't been all the hills, but I was just in such sure. pain by that point. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I know hard. that feeling. That, oh. that, was me, that was me on Santa Monica Boulevard in LA. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> why, is this, why is the line moving backwards? I know, I know. It's just like, oh, the the the, the walk of death. <laughs> yes, yes, I have been there. <laughs> yes, I have. Yeah. So, how many uh, marathons have you done? I have done nine. Wow, that's a lot. That's Actually, a good number. Yeah, I did nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good number. Where's the farthest? So, is New York the farthest you've traveled to do one? New York or DC, which is further from here. Oh, DC. Okay, so you did the, you did the uh, Marines. I did. Oh, how fun! How fun is that? Oh my gosh, that's a really hard course too. But is I'm it? telling you what, though. Oh yeah, a lot of hills. Um, the Marine Corps Marathon is really neat because, well, for me, I mean, the monies are, you run around the mall. You run around the Capitol building, you run past a bunch of the monuments. But for me, the probably the really cool well, when you run into Georgetown is really interesting. And then you go to Rock Creek Park, which is really fun. So beautiful and quiet and peaceful. Yeah. You know? I mean it's a paved road, but mm-hmm. still. But uh, but my my <laughs> my favorite story from that race though is so we're Rocking Park, right? And there's very few spectators, okay? And when you, the path we're on, you know, the roadway is like kind of, something like kind of walled in on one side, which can, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and the other side, just, you know, just, it's, it's very forested and green, very dense, lush and green, right? Because it rains a lot, you know, and on the East Coast, like right there. And all of a sudden, I hear this booming voice, a female voice. <laughs> and it's, it's a female marine okay an officer and she's going good morning everyone great morning for a run isn't it keep going you're doing great that'll get you moving oh my god right? <laughs> yeah and i was kind of in this you know in my, my little trance right you know and oh my gosh all of a sudden i'm like oh hi <laughs> he moved a little bit faster. I look, I look up and it's like, you know, I, I like I see her. I'm like, yes, ma'am. 
That's great. That's great. You got a medal from a Marine. I think that's pretty cool. I did. I got a really cool medal with the equipment anchor on it. And um, that's awesome. Yeah. You know, and I'll tell you what, they make you earn it because the finish line is a big uphill finish to the memorial. Oh, oh that's harsh. And, and yeah, it is, right? And I'm running up this thing, and there's a full bird colonel in the middle of this of this mob of people finishing, right? Getting out high fives. Like, you're doing great, everybody. Look at this guy. I'm like, hell yeah, I'm going to finish strong for this thing. And right. And they give you some loot and your medal and say, good job, sir. And I said, thank you very much. And all right, you know, and you keep walking uphill to go get your stuff. That's awesome. That's awesome. H- have you ever done sim? Uh, I have not. That's when you really should do. It's a lot of fun. It's the California Inter- International Marathon. Yes. It starts at Folsom, and then mm-hmm. it's it's a very very gradual. It's very very gradual downhill to the uh, California State Capitol building, and it's a really nice course. It's like- it's it's all there's people the entire way. Wow. And it it's just it it's a little cold. It's in December. It's a little mm-hmm. chilly, but it's it's a fun course. It really is. And you have support the whole way. It it, wow. it just it's a lot of fun. It's probably the best expo I've ever been to. It, it it's just really, really cool. It's a lot of fun. I think, I think I've run like the last couple of miles of it in different races, like to the Capitol building. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can talk about that, right? I think I've done the, in the last couple of miles. So it's, it's, that would be a nice course, yeah. Yeah, it's a really nice course. I mean, you don't really feel it being downhill because mm-hmm. it's a very gradual downhill, but there's no absolute, there's like one little bitty uphill and then that's it. Mm-hmm. But, but that's it. <laughs> there's no uphills. It's a really nice course. We worked together at the Fillmore and the Warfield for years. Years. And I remember you telling me how you re- were running a lot. And it was at a time where I, unfortunately, was not running a lot because I was working two jobs and was pretty pretty busy. And I had my magazine at that point too. But you you got actually got me interested back in running again. So I got out running as as much as I could at that time. Oh, wonderful! Cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you got me backed into it again, and I was like, God, I I need to start running again. So I got got back into it. How did you get? How did you keep running when you were doing a bunch of shows? Oh my gosh! (laughs) (laughs) How did I do it? Okay, well, one way I did it was I would sign up for a race somewhere else. Like I had to travel through a race, right? Mm -hmm. Like. Or New York or Chicago or Los Angeles, wherever, right? Even Sacramento or even well, San Francisco, really, because I live in the South Bay. So I would have to train, you know. I was like, well, I got to do this darn race, right? Better train for it. I would force myself to make time. I would uh, just somehow I would leave early if I have to. I take a day off here or there when I needed to. And I would just push myself to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. It became a good mental health exercise as well, actually. Physical and mental. Sorry, there were days where I just, you know, I would wake up like, oh, my God, a wreck. Oh, that show last night was a, was a killer, right? You know, I, I would do, you know, I was on my feet for like 12 hours or more. and But I got to get out and run. I got to do that long run today. <laughs> I would go 
and I would go hammer out, you know, 14, 15 miles and come home and just like almost fall over. Yeah, you just have to make time for it. And if it's important for you, you will. It's really difficult. I know a lot of the work that you guys did was, um, well, a lot of work that we all did was really hard. It was, it was, it's physically demanding work. You're not just sitting all night. You're, you're out doing, especially depending on the crowd, (laughs) obviously some of those crowds, you know, you get, you get one of the, 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 the hippie fest crowds and oh my gosh, you're working all night really hard, (laughs) really hard. It can be nonstop. We're just constantly doing stuff. We're moving around. Then mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I did security. I did vending. Sometimes I would, you know, I'd work at I'd work at an amphitheater, I'd work at a stadium, or I work at an arena, you know, all night. And I would get home at some ungodly hour, get up and go. Well, I gotta go run. Yeah, you did a lot of those big shows. I I didn't do any of those because it was just too much work and too far away. But you did, there's a lot more work involved. You have to do a lot more walking around and a lot more yeah, more moving around and stuff like that. Especially like if you're doing like in front of the stage or or vending or something like that. There's it's a lot harder. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, I'll tell you, the running though did kind of help my stamina though. Yeah, I bet it did. I bet it helped you out from getting injured too because a lot of those guys who aren't in, maybe in in the best shape would would have a lot of back problems or or get get hurt a lot easier i think i learned how to move better how's that yeah yeah that's probably that's probably right it, it kept you healthier and on the job better so you, you had a lot more endurance yeah the endurance and i just, I just learned i think i i i got more in touch with my body, if you will. You know what I mean? I, I just I kind of learned how to move better and just how to support myself when I needed to in a, in a more in a better way. Does that makes sense. It, it it does. It does. Be being out on the on the road, running road or trail, running or or hiking or anything like that makes the body stronger, and it makes yeah. it able to endure regular life better. It, it just does it's much healthier for everyone for sure what was the best part of working at shows the people people i mean people i worked with i would meet some really cool people you know just some were not as and people could be jerks too but at the end of the day the people and every now and again see something really cool you know? <laughs> Something like, whoa, I would never in a million years have, first of all, paid to this show. And it's amazing. And or somebody out of the blue just shows up, starts, playing, starts jamming with a band you happen to like or not like that much. Though. This is really cool. Yeah, a lot of really nice p- people work at those shows. Just really, really good, good people. And yes. and and you're right. A lot of I was thinking about all the bands and artists that I saw when I worked at the at Bill Graham Presents, and I worked there 15 years. I saw a lot of things. I mean, I remember one one show when when Weird Al played at the Fillmore. Did you work that show? Possibly. Maybe. Well, I I would not forget Weird Al because he's one of my favorites. I just love Weird, Weird Al, but I think everybody working stopped and watched his show. <laughs> I don't think there was a person who, who who was working who didn't stop and watch some of the songs. 
everybody watch because who doesn't like Weird Al Yankovic? I mean, Yankovic, come on, everybody likes him, you know? He's a lot of fun. Yeah, so so that was like the one show that everybody, you know, there were there were those kind of shows that every that that cross all borders of taste and all people that everybody liked. I mean, Nancy Sinatra, Tom Jones. I remember Tom Jones playing at the Fillmore. Oh, I know that was pretty amazing. Those kind of shows, those once in a lifetime shows, or anytime when Johnny Cash played there. You know, any of those kind of shows are just like pretty amazing. It's like I would never get to see these if I didn't work there. Yeah. I never saw Johnny Cash, unfortunately, but I did see Willie Nelson and he could oh, he was yeah. cool dude. Willie Willie and, and his crew were so nice. I, re- I remember working really hard taking the boxes out, and his crew always opened the door for me. <laughs> so nice. It was like nobody else, you know, the, nobody else is going to yeah. do that. But it's like they were so nice to open the door while I took the boxes out. I thought that was yeah. so nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was great. It was like wow, you know, they're real gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, awesome. Yeah. They were they were great. I like those guys a lot. They were really really cool. Just the best. So wh- one thing you did that was that was really cool, and and we both shared a love for the movie Skid Row Marathon. And if oh, the listeners and for the listeners, if you haven't seen this movie, you got to see it. It's a documentary. It's on Amazon Prime about the the judge, Superior Court Judge Craig Mitchell, who he 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 puts a lot of not very nice guys in in prison who do very bad things but he also um he also goes out and gets people running he goes to the skid skid row to the uh shelter there and gets people out running and there's a documentary about him on uh amazon prime and you went out jim went out and went for a run with his group they go out running every night so tell me about that how did you get involved with that Oh my gosh. So, um, uh, I get involved. With that. So, uh, Ben Shirley, who is one of the people featured in the documentary, Skid Row, Skid Row Marathon, started working at the Fillmore for a little while. Whoa. Uh, that I yes. didn't know. Yes. Um, anyways, somehow I, I was seeing around. He's the, the tall guy sitting in the back, never said anything right to anybody. <laughs> hey, when did we get to talk? I don't get to talking one day about I don't know what, and then it worked into running. And he, he and he said, you know, you should, you should. There's this movie coming out uh, called Skid Row Marathon. You should, you should check out the um, the trailer for it. And I would always forget, right? And this went on for like I don't know over a month. I, I kept forgetting the name. And finally, one day I said, dude, what's the name of that movie you're talking about? I was like, okay, so I actually wrote it down. You know, I wrote it down. So I wouldn't forget. And I watched the trailer because it wasn't, it wasn't, no, it was, it was doing film festivals at the time. Was it film festivals? And I went, oh my God, it's amazing. And you're in it. That's how I'm at work the next day, whatever. And we've been talking and he told me about all his, he started telling me about his adventures of like doing this thing, right? How he ended up homeless, you know, and just made a mess of his life. He's, you know, going to school. So, um, he ended up moving back to Los Angeles, um, and, uh, uh, 
is now working, you know, work, work to work as a composer full time. And he was also um, helping out with the street symphony and also regularly volunteering with the, um, with the midnight mission where he ended up due to, well, a lot of bad choices put him there. But he, you know, he, he, um, I don't want to, I feel weird telling somebody as a story, but I guess you could say he, you know, he embraced recovery. How's that? Right. Mm-hmm. He embraced recovery. And while he was there, you know, he, he met the judge and the running group. And they're like, hey, you want to come on with us? He's like, oh, what the heck? Why not? Right. So he joined them. And, you know, the thing about, thing about the, the Skid Row Running Club is that if you're willing to show up and, and, you know, be a part of this and, you know, they 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 have your back. I don't know what else to say. You know what I mean? It's like um, if you show up and want to run with them, you're welcome to. Everybody's welcome. Okay. There's no like membership, if you will. Um, it's a group of people. You know, oh, the core the core of the uh, runners come from the Midnight Mission who are who are staying there. Who ended up there for any number of reasons. Um, you'll also find the judge, obviously, who, who who runs it. Um, you'll find defense attorneys, you'll find prosecutors, cops, um, people from all walks of life now join them, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just a really interesting group. And uh so summer of 2019, I was decided to go on vacation. I wanted to go down to um Los Angeles and um See some soccer and a little baseball. And well, while I'm down there, I'm going to time it so I can go run with us the running club, right? Right. That's so, so I cool. I contacted Ben. He's like, "Yeah, man, Thursday's great. Yeah, uh, I'll come pick you up." You know, I was staying you know, in downtown. He came pick me up. We went over to the mission. This is all this is all pre-COVID, of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. Um. So he came pick me up, and we drove in there. And I'm telling you. Like go down on the Skid Row in Los Angeles was like another universe. Yeah, it was so. I mean, you know, look. Okay, I worked in the Tenderloin, San Francisco, for a long time. Yeah, and I saw some crazy stuff. You know, and it's it's a bad scene, all right. You know, um, drug dealing, mental illness, just bad people, people down their luck. It's you know all that, right? Kid Row is like that um, on steroids. Mm. You know, we're rolling through there at what, five in the morning? Mm-hmm. Yeah, about 5 30 in the morning, right? And you know, it's very quiet, and people were just piled up on the sidewalk like cordwood. Mm. You know, just every available like doorway against whatever wall they could find, you know, tents, people just out on the street. It was craziness. You know, just you turn a corner, you're like, "Oh my lord, are we this, are, where are we?" Mm-hmm. And the the Midnight Mission is, is an enormous building uh, in the middle of all this big, big place, and they have you know men's section and women's section. Mm-hmm. And they do great works there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. It, their mission is to help you um, get back on track, with, right? With whatever that takes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I really, I couldn't really understand it entirely myself, but anyways, 
So that's what the judge runs the club out of. And, you know, and mm-hmm. people kind of slowly, they trickled in and we all sat around talk and got, got ready to run. Judge, the judge rolls in, introduced me. He's like, hey, Jim, how are you? Great. Been running with us? Excellent. Looks around, goes, well, let's go run. Cool. That is so, that's what, what a neat story. And that, it, that it is just an experience. That's really so neat. Door, and um, this crazy lady comes up to us, right? Starts screaming her head off, right? And, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right and on cue. Right on cue. Right on cue. And we all let, and somebody says, let's do a photo. Okay, the crazy lady, right? <laughs> the crazy lady. <laughs> And the judge takes up in the middle of the street, right? Down the middle of like whatever it is, like uh I think it's Sixth Avenue in Los Angeles. And we all yeah. just face after him, yeah. right? And there we go. Five miles. That's neat. So so the now you're you're the, the guy who who worked uh, now I've forgotten his name. Who worked at the film? Ben. He was Ben. He was oh, he was the musician, right? The composer. Yes. Yeah, yes. I see. I remember who he was in the music. I'm glad that he's doing well down in L.A. Then, right? Yeah. So since Good. that, he, okay. he has um, he's been living in Ohio. Okay. Uh, helping out with family. Okay. But he's doing great. You know, he's Good. doing some music. Mm-hmm. He's uh, he is running. You know, he's been around the world with the club. You know. Unfortunately, they're kind of grounded right now as far right. as like traveling. But yeah. Back yeah. to doing their weekly runs, as I understand it. Um, hopefully, they get back out there, you know. Mm-hmm. Those of you who don't know, with the, the big thing about the club is what the judge does is, they don't just run around Los Angeles, right? They, they will pick, once a year, they'll pick a big international marathon to go to, and he'll get a group together and they'll train for a marathon in say Ghana or gosh I don't know like uh where else did they go I think they, went they, went, to, they went to Italy I think one year Italy one yes year. Italy too yes make a big trip of it right and also they put a team in every year to the LA marathon local place right so that's yep. a big thing for everybody you know what I mean it, it shows people who are down on their luck that hey you know what you can like Strive above your circumstance, and through you know, because as the judge says, the to run a marathon, to train for a marathon, takes perseverance and commitment, the willingness to really just get out there and do it. It's hard. Yeah, it does. You have to have faith in yourself, and yes. it takes self-sacrifice. And you work as a group. It takes all the it's all positive things and self improvement. It's a really really wonderful thing that he does. And you yeah you have to watch the documentary. It's on oh. Amazon Prime, and it's called a Skid Row Marathon. It's really really good. Go watch it after this podcast episode. If you're ever in Los Angeles, look them up. Yeah, so run with them. Yeah, oh. absolutely. Um, so what are you up to these days? In, in your running. So, uh, as everyone knows, um, uh, any kind of competitive running is pretty much not happening right now in most of the world. Well, I should say semi-competitive. Unless you're a pro and they have a, you know, a special event for you. Yeah. The rest yeah. of us. The <laughs> rest of us regular are, people. But the rest of us, um, uh, 
non-pros, everything's kind of on hold right now. Um, so, especially in California. So what I've been doing is I'm doing a lot of virtual, virtual um, races, like long, um, kind of long-term, if you will. Like running, like last summer, I did a thing where it was 500 miles cumulative from end of May to the beginning of September. Which one was that? Called the California 500. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a so, good yeah, one. So I set out to do 400 because I figured, I looked, I looked at the, 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 you know, the, what do you call it? The, uh, the time I had to do it in and the amount of running needed. So you, you, you would get a medal for either 100 miles, 200, 400, or 500, right? Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, so I'll, do, I'll do 400 miles, right? I could, that's totally doable for me. Um, so I hooked up a, a friend of mine on this, and, and she said, okay. She says, I'll check it 100 miles, and we'll, as a team, we'll do 500. You can do that, right? So that sounds great. So between the two of us, we did 500 plus. I can't remember how many I ended up doing 475 because of all the um, natural disasters that happened late la- happened in uh, late summer, early fall of last mm. year in California. Here, they pushed it a week so everybody could, like you know, finish. Mm-hmm. Um, so beyond that, uh, I did and um, what else? Did I, do? I did. Uh, Virtual, I finished a virtual um, Oakland half marathon. That was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> that, I, I've actually raced that. I used to run that one when it was the real one, the Oakland half. Yeah. yeah. That's a nice race, actually. Isn't it? Yeah. I really like it. Yeah, yeah I like that uh, one. So I did virtual Oakland half. I did the. Uh, virtual San Jose Shamrock run last year as well mm. because literally like it was the weekend after everything shut down. Mm. Mm. It was going to be like yeah. the 18th, I want to say. Is that right? But, you know what I mean? Yeah. The weekend of. So yeah. mm. I did that one and I right now I'm doing something called the San Jose Series which is 253 miles started January 1st and I have until May 3rd I want to say to finish that. Oh, that's easy. That's easy. You can there do you that. Go. That's easy. That's that's not a problem. Piece of cake. So, you know. <laughs> so so what do you want to do when when races open back up again? What's what's oh the race you want to you want to train for? If if the CIM can happen this year, I'd love to do it. Oh yeah, it's a fun one. You like that one, and even yeah. if even if it's next year, just do it next year. Probably, it's a good one. It's a, good one. I, it's a really good one. Funny stories. I still have a deferment from the Marine Corps Marathon in DC from oh wow two years ago because I was supposed to run it two years ago and I couldn't. I didn't have time. You know what I mean? Again, yeah. I, it, was, it was one of those situations where a lot happened at work. I just didn't have time to train. I mean, I, could, mm. I was running. I wasn't training. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
it's, it's just no fun if you if you can't train right you know yeah. you could you can fake a half you can always fake a half but you oh, yeah if you, you can't fake a marathon and it's just not fun to just do the whole death march <laughs> oh, <laughs> just, oh, nah. no less. it's a bad look you know it's just no it's not good yeah it is it is no it's it's not so do you ever try to do you ever plan to try out trail running with todd i would love to do some trail running you should you should um, start going out there you you already do a little bit i i do i need i need to get out there i just yeah get in touch with todd and do some trail running the problem is for me is is that I don't live very far from like a, a quote unquote urban park. Mm-hmm. What I do, you know, it's a mile and a quarter from my house, mm-hmm. door door to park. There, I run onto the creek, a different creek trail. So I'm 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 kind of spoiled like that. But you know, all you have to do is go a couple more miles, get get some trail and, running, get some trail running shoes, uh, and just go a couple more miles, and you've got all that. All that wonderful trails out there, and you will be so spoiled. You will say, "Why did I take so long to do this? This uh, is so much better than the roads, and it's so much more fun yeah. and so much easier on your body." Let me tell you, it really is. It really is. It is. You, 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 you're gonna, you're gonna smack your head and say, "Why did I wait so long?" <laughs> really. <laughs> Assuming it ever comes back, they do have a race in Felton, is my understanding. Oh they yeah. There's races everywhere, but, but start getting out on the trails. Really? Yes. Yes. I, I um, need now I, my last question that I always ask all my runners is if there's a race anywhere in the world, regardless of qualification or travel anywhere, travel cost anywhere in the world that you could do, what race would it be? Oh, that's hard. Oh, okay. All right. I'm going to go there. Um, kind of. I think I know, but you tell me. London Marathon. Oh, nice. See, see you surprised me. I, I thought you were going to say Boston, but the London Marathon, that would be fun. That would be really yeah. fun. And I'll, and I'll tell you why, because like every, what, four odd years is run on my birthday. Oh, Wow. Now funny, now, funny story about that is that in 2020, it was supposed to run on my birthday. Ah. You see where this is going? Mm-hmm. I do. I do. So, so 2024, you got to go. Yes. So what happened was I was really kind of hoping to run on my birthday in London, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, London's so hard to get into. Yeah, well, it's really hard. It's really yeah. hard. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was like kind of contemplating, like, well, I'll just, I'll just blow all my money and, you know, I'll, I'll just pay whatever tour company to do this, right? And I was really mm-hmm. thinking about it, and I, and I didn't do it, and then COVID hit. Yep. And you know, as a kind of a well, as and, and I, I, I said to myself, well, just as well. <laughs> Well, you have three and a half years to save up, so sure. now now's your time to start, right? Yeah, I was I was I was kind of upset about it, but you know, just the gallows humor that I would have like lost a ton of money on that. 
endeavor. And and just and and the horror show that the past twelve months have been, I just feel well, just as well. Yeah, you know, I say just as well. It wasn't meant to be. No, it's true. So that is my destination race because that would be really cool to run through. I mean, the course itself is okay, but. I, I lived in London for a long time ago for for a short time. Oh, really? Oh, that's yeah. a, see, I that will be a, a story for another time then. But see, that would be such a fun trip because then you just would. make a whole vacation out of it and just spend an, you know have it another week and you go go across the UK and visit some sites and have a great time. Absolutely, I would probably be post race. I'd probably be on a flight to, to to Dublin, Ireland. Oh, there you go. There you, right. there you go. Yeah, absolutely. Why not? I, yeah. I would probably go straight to Ireland. I've seen I've seen a decent amount of the UK. I'd be like, that's fine. I want yeah. to see Ireland now. Yeah. Never yeah. Made it London would be my, my destination race. Fun. Well, there you go. Perfect. It would, it would be my birthday trip. At some point, my birthday would be around that time, regardless. Yes. Either on the day of, or I'd be, I'd be across the pond, as they say, celebrating... However, well, good. Well, good. I'd be getting ready for the race or I'd be recovering from the race. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Jim, for joining thank me. This you. has been a lot of fun. I love talking yeah. about running. It's my favorite thing to talk about. Really? It is. Awesome. I love it. You keep running and races will come Ooh. back. We'll get you out on the trail. I know Todd will get you out on the trail. <laughs> Todd is a mutual friend, so yes. uh, that's why I would talk about him. So um <laughs> he's, he's a really he's a really cool guy. So hi Todd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you take care of yourself and you thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate it. And you well, have a great you, rest- a pleasure. Yeah, yeah. It, it has been. It's been a lot of fun. This has been great. And um you have a great rest of your night and we'll talk soon. Okay, bye. Thanks, Jim. That was a great story. Thank you for sharing it with us. Your tales of your marathons were especially great. I loved the one about New York and your run with the Skid Row Marathon folks, the best. I think those were terrific. I've known Jim over 20 years since we worked together at shows. And every time I would talk to him he at shows, he would be so enthusiastic about running He just got me back into it because at that time, I was busy working. I worked two jobs. I had a music magazine to get out, and I was partying a lot. Let's just call it what it was. I was drinking a lot. So I didn't have a lot of energy or mindset to run. But his enthusiasm was really upbeat and just so positive, he made me want to run again. So eventually I did get back into it. And I really think he was one of the influences that got me going again. So I don't even think he realizes what a huge influence he was in my life. So when I think of the people who got me back into running seriously, or more seriously, I think of him. And thank you, Jim, for very much for getting me back into running again. I mean, I consider myself being a a lifelong runner with some breaks, and that was one of the breaks that I took was when I was was working so much and so many hours. 
for a long time and just not taking, I didn't take life seriously. Let's just be serious about it and be honest about it. I didn't take a whole lot seriously for a little while of my life. But that's different. Things are different now. Talking about taking things seriously, I just got back from the physical therapist, and I think I'm going to get this Achilles tendonitis fixed in a a month or two. I think it's going to be better. I really think just in one session we made some good progress, and I feel really good about it, really positive. So if you're injured, if you're not doing well, if things are going wrong with your runs, don't worry. Be positive. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. We will get through this. All is not lost. I can't deal with people who just say all is lost. Nothing is good. Everything's bad. Well, maybe a lot of things are not good. Maybe things are negative, but there are things that are positive. Even in the darkest of times, there are things that are positive. We have to hold on to those things and we have to feel good about those things. And those things have to be our light. We have to make those our light so that we can continue on. Because life is worth continuing on. Maybe they're not good right now. Maybe they don't seem good right now. But I'm sure there are a few good things in your life right now. Even just a handful. We can hold on to those things. That's enough of me preaching. (laughs) You've had enough of me. I'm going to include the Rob Rhodes Cancer Fund link up again. He's gone. Rest in peace, my friend. I know his family could use the help financially because cancer drains all the funds. So I will include that. So if you can help out, just help them out with the little little few bucks to their GoFundMe page. And I'll include that on the link to the show and the website. The website is MarthaRunsTheWorld.com. Everything is there that you need. The Patreon, if you want to donate to this podcast, it's all there. My email, if you want to talk to me, if you want to email me for any comments, questions, or suggestions for future shows, my email is MarthaRunsTheWorld at gmail.com. And until next week, let's tie up our shoelaces and go for a run.